0: Welcome to the Wolf of Queen Street podcast with Lawrence Lots. Join Lawrence as he gets together with his friends from all over the world to discuss the latest trends, give some business insights, and add a little South African chaos into your lives. Don't forget to subscribe on Instagram at the Wolf of Queen Street and find us on all of your listening platforms including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and much more. Hope you enjoy the show.
1: Welcome, guys. Welcome back to uh, the Wolf of Queen Street podcast. I am joined today with a very close friend of mine called uh, Jamie Rousseau. He's currently the owner of Cape Town Appliances, also a company called My Travel Guy, and a few other small initiatives. Um, he's a real entrepreneur that's been going around for last sort of 15 years, I would say, since he was a teenager. And I'm really privileged and blessed um, to call him my friend and to have him on my podcast today and talk about his journey to where he is today.
0: How's it, Lawrence? (laughs) How you doing?
1: I'm doing good, mate. Um, Just to let our listeners know, it is a nice uh, 4 p.m. Sunday afternoon, and you are 6 a.m. Sunday as well in South Africa, across the other side of the world. Um, Three
0: minutes past 6 a.m.
1: Three minutes past six, I am correct. Uh, we, we had some teething issues getting the podcast going um, as it's a new podcast series. I'm still learning my pros and uh, the benefits of trying to record audio from one side to the other side of the world and being able to download it afterwards as well. So hopefully this session is perfect and it doesn't sound too bad to our listeners. Great. Let's get going. Let's get First,
0: going let's st-
1: make it
0: politi- politically correct. I am a, a director and uh, co-owner of uh, of My Travel Guy. <laughs> oh, my travel.
1: There we, there we go. Politically correct. He doesn't. He doesn't want to take on too over the big head of of these of these big um, ideas he has. But we'll go back. We'll go back years and years and years ago. Um, you know, currently you own and you run a large uh, appliance company called Cape Town Appliances. But I know you will start in that career. As a teenager, it wasn't as glorious as running a company, but it was more simple in repairing refrigerators and repairing whiteware and household items. Was that not correct?
0: Exactly, exactly that. So I, um, I left school. I, uh, I almost got forced into a gap year. I got accepted into two of the largest universities here in Cape Town and uh i took a gap year and then just decided to you know instead of going out to travel go and you know, start making some money and um i uh, started enjoying it so it, it was great i mean i wasn't earning a fantastic salary but i mean i was working for my for my dad in the service departments and uh you know learning how to fix fridges you know learning everything about fridges and um yeah for me it was it was a big deal i mean i was earning a a measly salary in, in today's terms, but I was able to go and you know buy my friends uh, alcoholic beverages at, at all the local at all the <laughs> local bars. So for me that was that was winning. But you know in the in the long term it was actually a, a blessing in disguise because I actually got to learn a lot more about appliances and um, yeah, and I started enjoying the 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 money aspect of things um, at that stage of my life and. You know, moving towards you know, opening up the, the business. My dad helped me open up. Um, so I was going out and going to go buy secondhand fridges off the, um, off the road. Uh, I would advertise in the local newspapers. I would go out into townships, into different locations even, and I would go and buy fridges, uh, for an amount, bring it back in, fix it up. And then I would sell it to, um, I'd sell it to, to the clients. And, uh, I started doing a, a, what it turned out to being a really good business. I, I purchased my first vehicle, Cash. And then from then on, it, it was just, uh, you know, go, go, go. I uh, started Cape Town Appliances. I moved away from, from my dad. And uh, I moved to Montague Gardens. And that's where I've been for the past 10 years.
1: And f- from that from that path, what do you think was the biggest key point into the success of where you see Cape Town appliances today? What is the biggest learning you took from some someone just taking the white rep- uh, repairing and on selling? You know, most people go great. I'm getting my hands on A. I'm repairing it and I'm selling it plus A plus fifty percent or A plus twenty percent or and going on there. You know, what took you from just continue flicking it over or flipping the product to actually launching? the business that it is today and, and being the biggest player in the secondhand markets, um, in Cape town or even across South Africa.
0: Do you know, This was a, a thing, a, a question I've been asking myself for the past 10 years. And you know, what's, what set us apart and, you know, service is definitely <clears throat> the number one aspect of, of our business. You know, my dad, he, he still actively runs the service department. Um, yeah you know i run the sales we we work together hand in hand um i think you know building a, a strong foundation uh has been my my biggest uh attribute you know being able to work together with uh with a family member is always tough um we also brought on my my mom and sister we uh, we we're basically now a a full family business uh so we're covering all aspects of things but you know what i've been asking myself the question going back to your question is um is what sets us apart and you know i've i've understood now recently after working with a, a business mentor um you know to actually understand where where we were going and and what we have been doing and what what is who we are what is our value what is our goals and since since i've actually started really breaking down the business in the um in an emotional side you know i've i've actually determined that my personal values is all about building relationships. And that's exactly where we're heading with, with Cape Town Appliances and what has been our culture for all the years. But we've never really um, honed in on that because we, we'd never understood it, you know, what, what we were all about. And um, understanding that now and, and working towards the future and taking the business to the next level, uh, it's definitely been something that, uh, that has been fantastic. I mean, building relationships is our number one is our number one goal now. And uh, it's been our, our success over all the years is our relationship with our clients, uh, which in turn actually just creates more sales because our word of mouth um, is uh, advertising with word of mouth is so much better than, than any form of advertising. Uh, because if you have one family member, you have the rest of the family. And uh, that's how we've tried to establish our business and, and move forward.
1: It's a really great explanation. And it, sometimes it is a, a realistic th- Consideration in years and years later, when you've done an idea and you actually stand back and look back and go, "Hold on, this actually worked." And but then you go, "Why did it work? You know, why? Yeah. Why is it? Why is it where it is today? I blinked and we went from being a, a simple entity into quite a large um, structural or successful business." But one thing oh, I think we should yeah. one thing I think we should just mention back to the listeners is that. What is the marketplace and what is the products naturally that you're selling out of captain Cape appliances? So you're not just a sta- you're not a standard whitewares appliance shop. You're more of what I would call sort of a second's appliance shop with certain um, new products. Would you explain as well what what is seconds- all it all entails? Yeah, what it all entails and what does the seconds represent?
0: Just going back to what you previously said, you know, it's it's also going through all the different phases of my personal life in business you know, understanding what we were, we blew up really quickly. We, we went from a really small entity into a a small medium enterprise and and now almost touching a medium enterprise. So, you know, understanding, you know, moving forward and, and the growth aspect of things has been something that's, that's been firstly daunting because, you know, we, a family run business, you don't have corporate structures. You, you need to start working out and, you know, you need to start trying to plan and, strategic about things so it's been a it's been a a challenge over the past years taking a really small business into into something bigger and a lot of companies end up failing without getting their their structures in place and uh and getting a grip of of absolutely every expense and being held accountable for it you know that that's been the biggest thing but going back to what you're saying now with um with uh seconds or shop soiled as as what we call it here in cape town um So how it all worked out is that we we got the opportunity to buy in all their their returns, their products exchanges uh, from our supplier. Um, So that's KRC and Whirlpool. It's a a large um, manufacturer. um, Well, obviously it's a global corporation that owns a local manufactured um, company here in South Africa called KRC. Uh, So what happened we started buying their products exchanges, we we fixed up, we sold. and we started creating a, a, a marketplace for ourselves. Where we were the affordable, um affordable appliances that were had a slight scratch or dent that was twenty percent or up to forty percent cheaper than uh the most retail outlets. Uh, we offered a guarantee because obviously our our service is our number one uh our number one um value added uh, and right just and
1: just to take it that these products there was there was nothing really wrong with them from a from a functional point of view it was only a looks wise that you know that would affect like you said a scratch or a dent but f- uh, functionally the fridge is a fridge and it works and and so forth
0: well, yes um you there's obviously ratios so we've got about a 75 25 ratio of uh, cosmetic damage compared to you know uh, switch on faults so switch on faults would obviously be something that, you know, once it goes to the client's house, they switch it on and it's no longer working, which means that the supplier would then exchange it. We would then be buying the exchanges, um, so that would be you know, a bit of added work onto it. So we'd have our service department look into that. Um, it might just be something small, or it might just be with uh, with the recent power outages here in South Africa. We've been having a lot of uh, compressors going. Um, from the appliances, so yeah, it's it's a it's an up and down. But at the moment, I mean, it's still quite a quite a big split between seventy five percent of the of the goods being obviously just scratch and dents, uh, while the others are all just products exchanges with switch on faults. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically shop soiled. So yeah, that's uh, we've we've taken that from you know doing you know ten to fifteen. A week to up to 200 a week um, where we're collecting our own stock now. So we've actually just taken over uh, the collection process for for the supplier too. So we're basically running the reverse logistics. We're running their service um, in the Western Cape region. So that's a whole region of uh, South Africa. And we obviously do the shop soils. So uh, we've also gone into new stock appliances too, so we're we selling, we we basically a, a one-stop shop for, for shop-soiled and new appliances.
1: You know, it's, uh, it sounds totally like a success over, you know, 10 years or so, as you were saying, but you've had a few bumps along the way, you've had a few learnings along the way, and um, ideas of expansion and coming back and, and keeping it more uh, streamlined, but I mean, through all of the the struggles and issues. Where do you see Cape Town Appliances? Where do you see the business going from now till in the next ten years? So you've seen a one man shop going to a large, a large medium enterprise. As you said, what's the future ten years going to look like for uh, Cape Town Appliances?
0: Definitely be something that I've been, um, you know, obviously working on with with my mentor and and trying to figure out where we're going and and how we're going to achieve it. And uh, obviously, having direction. Because if you don't have direction, you don't know where you're going. So how I've how I've been looking at it lately is, um, yeah, you know, we we did try. We had those those bumps, as you mentioned. Uh, we we opened up a, a, another store in a different location. Um, it's working. Uh, it's it's there's no fireworks. Uh, it, it hasn't got the personal touch to it. And we we were trying to replicate the brand, but it just it just didn't work out the way that we wanted it. So. You know, it is doing, it's doing okay. The the sales figures are great. Um, It's just not what we want it to be. So we we, once the the lease is up, we're going to reconsolidate again. We're going to bring everything back under one roof and we're going to focus on pushing towards the bigger goal, which is ultimately to, to get our own premises. That's a big, a big thing for us. Um, That's a, a big goal on, on our radar. That's a three to five year goal. Um, we've moved from a, a 500 square meter. I'm not sure what that is in uh, in New Zealand in terms of square footage, uh, or anywhere in the world. But
1: we meters, we use we use square meters, yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, moving from uh, from square meters to uh, well, 500 square meters to a thousand square meters um, of you know 500 square meter retail space compared to. Um, you know, what we had to try and fit everything into that 500 square meters. Uh, so now we've got a full workshop area. Uh, we've got a full retail section. We've got storage. Uh, we've got storage on another location. So, yeah, moving forward, uh, it's it's obviously just expanding under one roof. And I think that's the most important thing is bringing everything down to to the fundamentals and, and honing in on the fundamentals and really making it as strong as possible and, uh, and moving forward. Uh, which is something that's that we're busy working on now we we uh, restructuring the the company, bringing in all the different departments because they were running as different business entities now bringing it under one entity and really being efficient uh, which is our biggest uh, our biggest goal for for this year is becoming efficient uh, adding in new systems um, on a on a six month basis you know Bringing in new staff members to to try and and get a hold of certain areas where in a family environment you you're trying to do too much and uh, and in a corporate company you need to hold people accountable uh, so you know ultimately' it's, it's restructuring the company as as well as the staff as well as the whole business model and uh, and moving forward
1: yeah totally and I, and I think the learnings you take from there, it's something you see very simply in a, in sort of an older style business um, all over the world when it's a mom-and-pop shop that's done really well over years and years and it's had that real personal touch to it, um, as you said. It's something that you guys strive on uh, um, at Cape Town's Appliances, the relationships, so the people come there and they feel like you know they are a real customer and you look after them. It's sometimes really hard to take that, that personal touch from the team that has built it up or from the family that has made it and put it in another location or another business and expect that same homely feel or that same respect and that customer comes first to come out of the second location if you're not using the same team. Uh, it's a it's, uh, majority of businesses struggle with that today. It's It's been happening for the last 30, 40, 50 years in the retail sector of, of companies yeah. standing up, having a successful business because of that single touch or that one element that someone is offering, and I mean they move. I think
0: that's been that's been the hardest pull to to swallow. You know, you every every business wants to expand, and uh, and when you do, you know you you want it to go exactly how how you've planned it, and uh, and obviously it didn't, but it is still doing okay. You know, okay. In I've got a very high. Um, expectation of of most of of my things I, I i hold myself accountable um to the highest level and uh and i like to try and do everything uh, which is 90 percent of the problem why i i end up trying too hard for, for certain things but um i i think it, it has been a, a success in its own it's a really small retail outlet and uh and, yeah, as you said, not, not having the personal touch onto it is, is definitely, um, the, I, I feel, is the reason why it hasn't had um, huge success. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, you, you need to look at the business as a whole and, and where you're going to and, and how you're trying to achieve your goals. And, uh, and, yeah, and as I said, three to five years, we want to have our own, our own large premises. And then from then on, we want expansion with inside, with inside our walls and then expanding to different brands as well, bringing in other brands, um, you know, higher class brands that we can actually um, take a different part of the market. So, so right now we've, we've got, um, you know, your lower to middle class uh, clients, um, that's, that's our clientele. And we, we've really been marketing a lot about, um, well, in those demographics and those areas. Um, Cause that's, that's where our customers are based and, you know, understanding your customer is understanding where you want to go. Um, you know, you need to obviously work on, on where your shortcomings are, but, you know, working with, uh, with the clients and, and being able to offer them the service and, and the product is uh, what has been our, our, obviously our winning aspect of, of things.
1: Totally. And but going back to something I said in the very beginning of the call, you know, you're you're an entrepreneur, you've always been from a young age and going on from there. So to our listeners, you, you're you running this company, you've been you've been part of this industry since you were late, you know, late in your teens, the last 10 years in your own company running that full time. I know, being a very good, uh, we've been very good friends, there's weekends, there's nights, there's days, majority of your time is consumed in this business. But also, on the other hand, being an entrepreneur, you're never happy with one industry. You're never happy with one idea. You're never happy with one business. So something as well that you've been doing just as, you know, casually or mo- as intensely as this business side is, you've got a property development company. And you've, over the years and years, you've uh, uh, bought land, developed, com- developed houses, and on sold. But there's one flagship, or to me, there's one flagship item that you have um, in the history of the houses that you've built, and it is... I wouldn't want to use the word monstrosity or just because it <laughs> sounds like massive and it's overbearing, but you've got a house. So in Cape Town, about 30 minutes out of Cape Town, and Jamie can tell me if I'm wrong by my timing from the last time I'd been there, on the coast, it would be up on the west coast. There's a place called Melbourne, three streets back from the main beach, beautiful white sand beach, an ocean, stands, am I mistaken, 800 squares? Or was it 600 squares? meters. 800, 800 squ- yeah 800 squares triple story gorgeous house that you had built or had renovated <laughs> monstros- monstrosity <but> you get <laughs> renovated years and years ago and that is the most elegant beautiful property you would ever see um marble glass uh, triple story overlooks the ocean overlooks all the way across to the city we can see table mount on top of that when the sun sets you know, your knees just go weak from a property's point of view. Gorgeous, beautiful. You've taken you. a long time. <laughs> take, it's taken a long time for you to get to this place on mm-hmm. this property because I know you got your hands on it and needed a lot of work to renovate. Um, and then you were looking to on it to someone who would, would appreciate the property. But obviously, when sometimes when you've got a beautiful gem or beautiful stone, it's not everyone in the world can look, afford, and wanting to buy to that. So take me through a little bit quickly through that journey of getting your hands on to, to holding it and then the, the brainchild or the smarts that came from it to where you are today with it and what you're doing with that gorgeous property today.
0: So my side, it was always a sideline business um, initially. You know, it was, it was something where we had cash flow and we wanted to, to just, we wanted to branch out and do something different. Um, I enjoy, I've always enjoyed property. I've, I've probably got about a thousand home books uh, that I, that I buy on a monthly basis. And, um, and I, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's a passion of mine and I've, I've always looked into to wanting to be a developer. I think every child that's, that lives in South Africa has always wanted to own a, an apartment in New York city. And, you know, you want to overlook central park and, you know, watching million dollar listing and you know you can go through all those programs and you can get um, inspired and you know working towards those sort of goals um however in south africa what what we did um my uncle is a is a builder and uh i had cash flow and i i went to him and said look let's let's try and sit and go through this and let's, let's start developing so we we bought plots we uh, we bought a plot of land. We um, we built the house, and then we sold. So I, I only the only aspect of the developing part of sites uh, of sides was me actually just funding the build, um, but spending more and more time on on each different project. So we went from one project to the next project to then two projects and then to to another two projects, and then to three projects. Um, but also understanding the markets and biting off more than what I can chew, um, but the more I spent on uh, the more time I spent on the properties, the more love I, I started developing for properties. And, uh, and yeah, you know, again, you know, restructuring myself and, and working towards what, what I want to go towards, you know, and where I want to go with, with the building company, it was always a shelf company. It didn't even have a name. Um, it had nothing. So, uh, over the years, yeah, I'd been sitting and, and really going through, um, going through different ideas and names and you know obviously uh i came up with uh with the name um precision developers um uh, a special a special person uh in my life we we end up uh, really you know going deep into understanding what we want to achieve and you know and where um where they want me to be and and we came up with precision developers and yeah Going back to, to what you mentioned about the Malkus house. Um, that was also, it, it was a, a family project, um, where my dad and I, we were third share investor in, in the house. Uh, my uncle and cousin, uh, were well, obviously he's a builder and my cousins also a builder, and, and they were building and the 2008, 2009 property crisis, uh, well actually the world crisis hit. And, um, and they couldn't afford to continue the build and and we were the only share that was that was actually putting money into the into the project um so for five years the the project just stood and it was never getting finished it was uh, a lot of a lot of what the finishers were putting in were not to the caliber of the house or how i saw it and uh eventually um eventually we just put a stop to it and you know, we had to figure out ways of, of how to try and resolve and obviously absolve all the, the different um, parties that were involved there. And uh, eventually uh, we bought out my cousin and bought out my uncle. And, uh, and then I started. I started in the house. Now, that was pretty much my first project that I was doing alone. And I learned so many things in that project. Um, I learned a lot about myself. Loads of failures loads of successes and um and i feel if it wasn't for that house and being able to do that and actually having the confidence of doing everything myself i don't think i'd be where i am today in in the property in the property world and you know what what i actually end up doing like from from that house has has really grown and um i've grown as a as a person as a business as a business person as a business developer uh, or as a a property developer and um and yeah I, I now build really exclusive houses in parklands um which is an area just uh what's well, within the the cbd or well, just outside the cbd and uh it's a really large growing area it's got huge growth um yeah. and i sell houses before they are even um before foundations are even thrown and you know the 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 agents in the area, they all talk about the houses that I um, that I put together. And again, I think it goes back to to my personal view of and my, my personal values of you know building relationships. Is I put my personal touch on on everything, and you know all the personal touches that I put on on the Malcoms house um, is what I've tried to bring across into all the other homes. Is giving people a home. I don't want to build them a house. I build them a home. I build them something that I would want to move into. It's not always about the bottom line in, in my case um with, with those projects. I obviously work on it on a set uh, percentage that I try and achieve, but it's not always about trying to go cheap and trying to put together something that's that I just want to get the client in so I can get the money and turn over and, and move to the next project. Um and I've I've seen that over the past four houses and um uh, the, the last four houses have, have sold within three months. Um, of of the total project and by the time transfer takes place you know we we have our, our clients that are extremely happy and and extremely excited to move in and I'm with them every step of the way and yeah that's that's how i've built my my property brand and you know we're we going to scale that up we're we going to really start pushing that and uh start to to go into large-scale development over the next uh, the next five years and working on new initiatives as well, I've been working with uh, a lot of um, a lot of the, the municipalities as well as uh, provincial governments and seeing you yeah. know what, what I can actually do to, to help our housing crisis in South Africa and what we can try and put together. and we've got some exciting projects that are that are in the loop. Um, we, we are still in the uh, presentation phase. Uh, we're in the designing phase and yeah it's 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 looking it's looking really promising and I'm really excited about that too and and again it's it's trying to give yourself enough time in each business that you can give your your hundred percent in that time and uh, yeah it's exciting times ahead
1: it's such a great story there there's such great insight and pieces through that part again you know i know I know you're the last few years trying to get Melbourne's finished, I, I, I remember how many times you had more failures than wins at certain time periods. And, you know, the, your character was tested so many more times, so much times about whether just do I stand still, do I get out and do I just leave this thing behind or do I look at it in the eyes and go, I'm going to finish this, I'm going sort to sort this out and I'm going to get this house onto the market or get this house completed. And I, I, I just remember when you calling me or messaging me and saying that this has happened and this has failed and this has gone wrong and everything else. But it just shows more character and it shows more in the house itself um, from yourself of what you put into it because learning is one thing, failing is another. And by failing more but continuing to go in your path, what you become is a better self, not just from the learning that you did before. And, uh, and I think that's like what you said is all the issues and the struggles that you went through with the bus house just made you learn more what you want to do in the house. And then it made you learn more what you wanted to do in every other house. But one thing I can say seeing from visual being there, seeing the houses that you actually bought is, and what you spoke about is you, you sell a lot of your houses before you even broken ground or even put the slab down because when you build houses. You do do the things and you think about the end person that's going to take the house. You don't think about the end dollar necessarily about how much money I'm going to make and what's the percentage I'm going to cut out of this house and from the sale of a lot of people that would in the sale, sort of a historic sale correlation thing. You think about when I bought this house, what is something unique that the person that wants to own it as a home is going to want more than uh, for their dollar, and what makes it more special, and more tangible, and more homely to them than a the house that they're going to be buying, and and I think that's a great piece from yourself that has made great success in the houses that you have sold, that had people come to you and go, I want you to buy us, I want you to build us a house, I want you to add your flavour into it because you just think it that way through and. Think of all the uniqueness and the different ways of people how people uses how use houses and how making every dollar that you spend in it to just more valuable in a house. Because there's a lot of times. I mean, I've done property in, in my in, over my last few years as well myself. And there's a lot of times you see people buying a house or going into a house and then they go, "Oh man, we should have gotten this change on the new board, or we should change this sort of uh, key um, item." And one thing that I know that you ensure is any learning you do on house one, but house ten, that mistake will never be made. It is always altered, changed, and taken direction that is always beneficial to the homeowner that goes from it.
0: Yeah. And that's exactly it. You know, and you know, time time is obviously something that's that we, we can't buy and something that we, we can't always have a grip on. And it's understanding that and you know, I, this last project that I did is I brought a whole new team on um, so over the years I, I obviously outgrew what, what my uncle was, was offering me um, and you know we, we parted ways amicably, and we, we moved towards or I moved towards a, a new team um, and bringing the new team on and, and doing the project and understanding their, their successes and their failures um, was a big learning curve for me too um, so the last, the last two months, um, has been me actually just taking over the project as a whole again, because, you know, I was seeing where it was going. I had other people running the project and, and I could see where, where they were going wrong and they didn't have the, the client's best interest at heart. Uh, so I took over the project again, you know, putting more time and effort into that, putting my, my strongest team, um, my strongest finishing team and, and to try and achieve, you know, what what I wanted to give them. And they I'm actually meeting them a bit later today to go over the, the house they're moving in next week. And mm-hmm. um yeah, to, to go through and just to, you know, give out the last bit of snags that that are there, you know, go through and see if they they're unhappy with one or two things. I like to get all of that done before they move in, uh so that they that they're comfortable and they, they're not worrying about unnecessary things, you know. Um but yeah, going back to the multiple house and Understanding your your strengths and failures, and the amounts of failures that I had, it's it's all about failing forward. And you know, I, I failed a lot forward. I actually ended up having a, a car accident. Um, you know, coming back from from rushing from one place to the next place, to the next place to the next place, just to try and get the house finished. And you know, obviously holding my my expectations um, to account. Um, I wanted it to be perfect. And you know, I put so much time and effort into the house that that it's almost become my pet project. But you know, wanting to sell it, and then the housing crisis and the economy in South Africa taking it down, uh, it's it's really um, it's really been a challenging process uh, through through everything. Um, you know, understanding where you, you've you've put all your your money into into one basket, and uh, and then it's not going the way that you wanted to go. And I've had buyers along the way, and they just couldn't secure their funds. And you know, we sit down, you know, reestablish what what you're trying to achieve with the house and what you want from the house. And you know, setting up a new business, uh, running it as a as a guest house, um, which has been something that has been a fun project. Uh, you know, again, bringing on new directors uh, in a business, starting a new business, so that we can uh, try and, and all put the same amount of time into it so that I can start actually getting some, some return on the project. And, um, yeah, it's, it's now I'm actually in a, in another re re, re rebranding phase. Um, I wasn't happy with, with how that project was going. So again, it's all about failing forward and and understanding your, your failures and, and actually understanding your own personal expectations. And, you know, then you can kind of get a grips of, of how you will handle your failure and uh I mean there's been times where I've wanted to curl up in a ball and just go to sleep and not want to go and uh try try and take on the, the the tasks at hand because it's just it feels like it's been so too much um but it's pushing forward and pushing through and and having faith and and really just uh and really pushing towards the the end goal, which is yeah you know, you know, to this to this point I'm still trying to figure out what that end goal is but i I have a vision and and I want to achieve it, and, and that's that's where I want to end up.
1: Again, as I said, with Cape Town Appliances, this is a a piece of work that consumes you all days, every days, night and day. Night and day, um, <laughs> right and today, you're right. <laughs> yeah, night and day, and uh, and again, um, the the property side of it is a, it's a full time business. You're running that as well as Cape Town Appliances. And as I said in the beginning, you're an entrepreneur, so one piece is not enough. Neither is two. So as recently, um, I would say, um, again, tell me if I'm wrong, it might be less than a year since you have launched a travel venture called My Travel Guy. And a it's primarily based out of for South Africa customers at the moment. Is that not correct? The... Um, uh, travel service uh, deluxe travel packages um you want to go on those beautiful holidays white sand uh blue ocean white uh white sand my travel guy is the guy to go to and that's something that you've just launched recently so take me through the reason why I know you, you yourself enjoy your travels, but why take on something else why take on a travel um Business where it's quite a saturated market uh, anywhere in the world because you can purchase all your traveling online. You don't need to have a brick and mortar. Um, there's a lot of mom and pops trying to do travel businesses. So, what's the reason behind it, and where do you want to take it?
0: So, my my partner Grant, uh, he's been in the travel industry for for many years, and uh, he uh, he had been working with a, a really large. Um, Firm in, in well, a really large company, a travel company in South Africa, and uh, you know he he'd always had dreams and and aspirations to to become his own boss, as as what any entrepreneur wants to do is you know you want to be your own boss, you want to work to your terms, and you know, you want to grow yourself as a brand and your company, and you know I was I was yeah you know, I've been he's obviously been my travel agent for for all the years, and I I really love you know, business travel and you know it's it's just something it's it's like a little reward for me is you know work work hard and you know enjoy and reap the the benefits of you know of working towards something and you know I try and fly business class because it it allows me to to actually just sit back and relax and and be in the comfort of of tra- of, of traveling um you know usually I fly to America and it's you know for for us being in South Africa it's it's a long flight so you know we we fly via Dubai uh, to, to America. So, you know, it's nine and a half or 10 hours. And depending which, which coast of, um, America you fly to, it's, it's either 12 or 16 hour flight. So, you know, you, you basically looking at 32 hours of travel and, and try and make that as comfortable as possible. So with, with my travel guy, I, I was, uh, there for grants. Uh, we, we spoke about it and I said, look, yeah, I'll, I'll be there to back you. Uh, it all comes with with risks of business. Um you know any any entrepreneur, nine I'd say ninety percent of businesses don't start because of you know the fear of, of failure, the fear of, of not being a success. And uh me just wanting to be that that safety net for grant and, and wanting him to achieve his goals and, and wanting him to, to strive to to be the best him. Um so for me it's it's been all about it's not about the monetary again it's not about the monetary side it's about the fulfillment you know seeing a, a good mate you know grow himself and and become himself and become himself in 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 the probably one of the the biggest or well, one of the biggest uh industries in the world the travel industry it's a trillion dollar industry and you know what what sets us apart what makes us different to to anybody else um and again, it's, it's that personal touch. Grant is, is basically available 24 hours a day. Um, I run the operations for him. So I work directly with our designer, with the web development. I work with, with clients in quotes, um, so that I can ensure that, that grants, uh, does, does what he does best. And, you know, we, we've really taken the business, uh, to the next level. I mean, already, I and mean, we, we four months in and, uh, we we hit our, our targets in the first month. We doubled our targets in the second month. Um, you know, and third month, uh, we, we've we been doing fantastically well. Uh, so it's now about growth and, and what we want to achieve. And now, obviously, understanding all your successes and, and failures in, in all the different businesses that I've been in, I understand direction and understand that's the most important part about any business. And, uh, and knowing where you want to go and your vision and your goals and your successes. And I've got a really, really good, uh, strategic uh, accountant, um, who we have brought on as a non-executive director for the company. So we have strategy meetings every, every week. Uh, we, we set aside one hour and we, we all meet and we, we work on our, our successes and our failures and our challenges and what will make it better. We hold each other accountable. And, uh, and we work towards what we want to achieve. And, you know, in the next three months, we, we're going to have our own, um, our own office. Um, it's going to be a different a different model, what well, d- a different part of the business that we, that we're going to try and achieve There's there's different variances that, um, that we looking at obviously I can't talk about all of them because they're still in, uh, there's a, there's two that are in development stages. Um, so, you know, I don't want to, uh, in the event that any of our competitors listen to this podcast, I don't want oh, them oh, to, to get a head start on what uh, <laughs> what I'm trying to uh, achieve. Uh,
1: that be that would be awesome if I had your competitors listening, you know, if if my exactly. reach was if my reach was that far, you know, for all means and saying, um, do not listen don't to it. <laughs> don't don't
0: bring yourself down. <laughs> no, we no, we I'm 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 sure that there's a huge opportunity, or a huge possibility that they could listen to it yeah um, uh, you know, they they all follow man. my socials and um I'd obviously be tagged in this so yeah there's a possibility that they do actually listen um and yeah it's 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 been fantastic it's been a journey it's you know wanting to try and and give our clients what what i strive and, and what I enjoy about travel and and give that to them and, and give them the opportunity to have that that first class treatment even if they're flying economy have that first class treatment have that that personal, that private, that yeah, you know, that concierge um, feeling about what we offer them, and uh, and that's how we want to take our business to the next level.
1: You know, uh, tr- travel is one of the greatest luxuries. Um, being being able to firstly being able to travel, you know, most of the kind of, most of the the population in the world um, doesn't have that luxury to be able to even travel short distances, and then being able to enjoy the luxury of travel, being able to go first and business class uh, and, and seeing that whole experience uh, is a holiday in itself or it's an experience in itself and and putting that into a package and into a product that you selling people and telling them that it, no matter what you experience or no matter what you capture and purchase through my travel guy that's what you'll be getting you'll be getting that first class experience all the time and 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 that's what you're offering so uh, i'm excited to see where that business goes i'm excited to see where it comes from it and um, as you said before you you hit your goal month one you doubled your goal and hit it in month two and you four months later in that process and things are just going up and up so i can't wait to see the over the next year or two years where it goes from that and as you said there's a couple of there's a couple of new initiatives coming along um, we'll wait and see, uh, see how it goes, and maybe for the next time we get you along as well. You can openly then discuss what those initiatives <laughs> are, or um, and how they doing. Or we'll talk
0: well. about, or we'll talk about if it didn't, if it didn't succeed. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it, it, it didn't succeed totally. Um, and and it, and it's great um, it's just to see the continuous growth and your pushing, and and that's why I said a lot of people. This yourself is a true entity, as we see. You use the word entrepreneur. It's a, such a common word today in today's world, everyone is an entrepreneur. Everyone wants to call themselves one, but they stand up and they say, I've got one idea and one initiative, and this is what I'm doing. I'm an entrepreneur and and I make $5 a week on that one idea. You know, I, i look at yourself. You're running three companies that consume most people. Each company would consume most people their time. Like I say, every day, every night, all week, each company, but you're running three. And you've got new things in the pipeline that's coming up. And that's just the, that is just the true blood of an entrepreneur that you would never stand still and never want to say, okay, I'm happy where I am. You always want to evolve forward and, like you say, fail forward and, and move forward to new targets. So I can imagine in the back of your head or in the front of your head that there's, there's something else outside of Cape Town Appliance, something else outside of Melkos and the property and something outside of My Travel Guide that you might be looking into as well. Don't know if you can talk yeah. about it. I have definitely got a gut feel that there's something else coming along.
0: Look, there's, there's obviously there's you, for you. Almost get a stigma that's attached to you when when you're running a family business. Is it really yours? Um, mm-hmm. Is it is it everything that you've put it in, or is it someone else's in your your family? Um, the great thing with with what um, what my dad and I have achieved is we've really pushed each other um, in every aspect. I mean, I I still call him my boss um, you know, it's just, it's that, that father, that father son relationship. And we, we always, we, we talk business day in, day out. Um, and you know, it's, it's always been something for me as you, you know, I used to worry about what people used to think about me and what people used to say. And I think it was, it was always a, um, a negative, uh, attribute that I had is I, I worried what other people thought of me. And, um, and I, I didn't, I, I hated the fact that, that people would think that, that I was just, uh, I got the, the golden spoon, you know, I, I got mm-hmm. that, or well, the silver spoon. I got that fed to me everything, all the opportunity. Yes, i got opportunity, but I did take it. And, and when you luck, worked your
1: fucking the, ass off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I worked my fucking ass off, you're right. Uh, you know, getting up at you know, half past four in the morning, getting to work, it's just after five you know, working till six, seven o'clock in the evening, coming home, doing paperwork, you know, that, that was my, my life. Um, you know, and when I was younger, it was, you know, still throwing a bit of the party scene or actually a lot of the party scene and, and actually just, you know, really putting my body through huge strain, um, until a stage where my body just said it's enough is enough and, uh, -hmm. ended up in hospital. And, and I think that was the, the biggest turning point in my life was, um, uh, my, my hospital visit, uh, in late 2017. Um, and, uh, I mean, you can touch on that too. I mean, you were with me through every step of that way and that yep. path and try and actually just bring myself ground, back to the ground and, you know, re everything that was, that was going wrong in my life and everything that was in my life. And, uh, and moving forward and moving towards bigger and better things. I mean after that I I changed my whole life. I I'd, I literally did a full 360. We we both actually attended uh Tony Robbins. We went to, to Tony Robbins and I think that was a huge turning point of of my life again. You know, I had I had many full 360s in uh in 2018. And um uh, you know just you know, unleashing the power within it. The name says, it's, the name says itself and, and working, working towards bigger and better goals and performance. You know, the greatest failure in life is, is a life without performance or success without performance. Uh, what is success? Success is what you are, what you feel is success. It's what you hold yourself to be accountable for. You know, okay. Success is not what other people think of you. Other people always think highly of you. you know, people, people always put you on this pedestal uh, because they feel like you're doing well. I don't feel like I do well at times because I I hold myself accountable to my highest expectations. And, um, and that, that is, you know, it's just, it's, it's my, it's my pull to keep on going. You know, it's, it, it's my drive. It's, it's my, my way where I push myself further and harder and, and longer, you know, how I'm doing the three businesses at the moment is, you know, I, i get to to my office at you know before six o'clock in the morning. I work between six and eight um on the travel business then from eight until ten in at uh, the appliance business from ten until twelve on um on the property sites um, and then from twelve until six o'clock when I leave the office i'm at uh, at the appliance store and restructuring working with staff um you know implementing new systems um and devising new plans and new ways where uh, where I can push myself in other avenues. Like we we busy working on this this new initiative as well. Another another business opportunity, um, as I mentioned earlier, is is the containers. Um, so affordable homes. Uh, we we looking into the the container situation. It's it's going huge in the world at the moment. But in South Africa, there's only a few companies that are that are offering the service. And you know, again, I look at it from the point of view that it's not always about making huge profits. It's about having the fulfillment about it, you know, having, you know, giving someone something that you want to move into, something that you want to, you want to give over uh, with a happy heart. And that's, that's I think, has been the, the biggest success in, in my life. And um, you know, building relationships is, is a huge success in, in my life. It's just allowing people and wanting people to succeed and, and always being there for my friends and, in the sense of wanting them to succeed and, and being extremely happy and seeing people succeed. And, you know, with, with as you, your question was asking, what other initiatives I'm working towards, I've actually got three, three that I'm working on um, and working with a new team, um, you know, the strategic account, and I'm working with my business mentor. Um, you know, we were looking at um, artificial intelligence and how that can help firstly the travel industry, how that can help um, the, different in, the different entities that I'm, that I'm busy with. Um, the the new opportunities that are that are coming about how we can integrate AI how we can look at um, chatbots how we can you know improve service and service delivery and um, it's exciting times I mean this this world that we live in is it's exciting every every new month or every every week or ev- almost every day there's new technology that's coming out and you know totally. the only way the only way to a billion these days is is, is through tech. And, uh, and what's going to set you apart. And, and I feel that the, you know, building relationships and, and offering service and personal touch and hand-on service is what is going to be the key factor to, to every business that, that I'm going to take on or be involved in and, um, and working towards a, a greater goal, and, and that's to supply, firstly, homes to, to those in South Africa that, that, don't, uh, that don't have the opportunity to have a home uh, to provide travel to those that, that aren't able to travel, uh, to provide you know better better type of service in the travel industry to those who have just booked their flights online, uh, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to I want to uh, give to people. I want to give people better homes. You know, it's not a house; it's a home. I want to give them a home. I want to give people an appliance that that I that I'm happy to give them. You know, I, I want I want people to feel comfortable um, in an environment. Where they feel safe, they feel happy. They they're not coming, they're not being taken advantage of. That's the type of environment that I want to create mm-hmm. in every single entity and business that I'm involved in.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, it's just amazing to hear the vision that you have and the and the foundation you have laid over the last few years, or you know, ten years um, and more, and 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 everything else that you put in forward as well. Um, it's just crazy, and and to me, it's just it's it's a great story that needs to be shared, and for other people to see what you are bringing, what you're offering, and how you're helping people along with the the entities that you're doing. I know that um, as you said, in years to come, there'll be six, seven, eight different in, uh, businesses that you'll be running and going on and doing because you will never sit still. Um, <laughs> there won't be a day where you won't stop thinking forward, but You know talking through all of those those pieces at the moment there's so many new pieces coming ahead so many new initiatives like i said when we get you back on we'll be able to uh, talk about those further once they're public and once they're running whether they're success or failure we can go through that but with everything that you're doing at the moment i want you to let our listeners know is how can people get in contact you if firstly they're looking for a house um, in the cape town area to get your flavor to do that how and where they can find you for Cape Appliances. And then thirdly, where can they get hold of you if they want to do the travel style that you want people to do?
0: Um, okay, well, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Um, I with the, with the property business, uh, with the developing side, I, I post on an almost daily basis when, I, when I'm busy doing each project. Uh, I know that you, you follow me quite uh, avidly. And uh, you you hold me accountable. A bit. I,
1: you, you hold me <laughs> accountable
0: to what I post, and and you've been pushing me to to increase my socials over the years, and and how important exactly. it was, and and I've never I've never actually um, worked so hard on on social because I I didn't think it was that necessary until now until recently where um, I actually had that pin drop, and you know so everything is about social um, people people live their lives on their phone these days and there's there's I mean you you will be driving and you'll see every second call even every car everyone's on their phone and it's 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 scary to see where we at and, and what we do. But um going back to what you said you can contact me on uh on Instagram firstly. Uh you can follow my stories. It's uh James J A M Z or Z underscore R. Uh that's my personal Instagram. Um, I love posting about property and I actually, you know, you probably, you know, give me crap about it, but I haven't posted uh, a physical post uh, on that for a while. Um, but I, I have been a little bit busy. Uh, I am uh, a little bit that. busy. <laughs> I,
1: I, Understatement I of probably. the year. <laughs> yeah.
0: I've, uh, yeah, I've been interestingly busy. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I've, I've actually got uh my my web developer uh, been working closely with her so she's uh, she's going to be doing a lot of posting on my behalf so I'll be sending her content to post and uh, obviously just going through the the posts and making sure it's it's hundred percent correct before I before I post it um, so you know at least I'll have someone that will help me and and I think that's the most important thing about every business as well is making sure that you've got a really good team around you um, you know I, I, you asked me a simple question how do you how do you contact me but yeah, you know, saying one or two things it, it just brings you into a different frame of mind again. But yeah, totally. you know, understanding and, and giving yourself the opportunity to being around um, people that are that are like minded firstly, and that are with you every step of the way through the successes and through the failures, that is the most important thing. And and yeah, you know, really pushing yourself to the next level with someone that's that will be there to catch you when you fall, and they will hold you accountable um, and show you. Where you've gone wrong and what you're doing wrong, and just bring you down to earth. That's the most important thing, you know. Having special people in your life um, and having special partners in your life, it, it's, it becomes something that that everyone wants to try and uh, and try and have. Uh, but yeah, with uh, going back to what you're saying, um, James J F Z underscore R. That's my personal Instagram. Um, you can also have a look at my underscore travel underscore. Uh, guy underscore Concierge. Uh, that's my travel guy, Concierge. Um, that's the, the social media platform for Instagram. Um, Facebook is my, uh, I think it's my travel guy. Uh, you, you should be right. able to find us quite easily on that. And then uh, Cape Town Appliances, you can add us on Facebook. with. Um, if you want to contact me directly uh, on my travel guy, it's info at my travel guy. Uh, .co.za, and that's uh, that will come directly through to me. If you want to contact me for uh, Cape Town Appliances, it's Jamie J A M I E at Cape Town and for Precision Developers, it's Jamie uh, at Precision
1: I must say that uh, that's been the, the longest uh, four social handles comments in a while. Um, but I, I know that. Uh, like you said, I know that your style. I know when when you when someone asks you one question, it will get answered in a uh, certain period in a, in a certain, way. <laughs> yeah in a certain period of time. But that's awesome, man. It's it's really just just passed over an hour or coming close to an hour of us talking, going through your whole journey of where you are today. So much more in your story to be told, and I will keep that till the next time you come on so that people can hear what's what's happening in the rest of the past. As all the listeners, as you've heard, that's where you can get hold of Jamie depending on which business you're looking for. You can find him most social platforms. Go and say hi. Go say a like. Um, make sure you um, touch base with him. And I thank you once again, Jamie, for coming on to the podcast.
0: Yeah, Great session. Pleasure. Even if and, uh, somebody wants advice, I mean, you're welcome to just uh, give me Give me a message, pop me a message, and I'll be glad to to help out wherever I can. If I can offer some kind of advice or, you know, take you through successes and failures, and you know, give you uh, some kind of encouragement. Uh, anything I can offer, I'll try my best and uh, see what I can do for you.
1: Totally, that's awesome, and and that's why I was always been thinking. There's one initiative that's on his pipeline: the the book. The book's not there. I haven't heard that. He's, he's not looking at that book to write. Uh, there's enough to be said, enough to be told, enough stories. So
0: hashtag next yet. time. I've hashtag a lot, next I've time. Got a lot to, I've got a lot to do. I've got a lot yeah. to, I've got to, I told you, I've got to uphold my expectation. That, that's in a, in, a, in a 10 year, 10 year goal. <laughs> yeah, totally,
1: man. Uh, thank awesome. you so much. And um, to everyone that's listening, um, thanks for joining again to the Wolf of Queen Street. You can find us on um, Instagram, Facebook, um, under the Wolf of Queen Street, or you can just find myself, Lawrence Lots on all the social platforms okay, across the board. Till next time. Follow him.
0: Follow him. Follow well,
1: him. <laughs> thank you so much. Till next time, guys. Um, Thanks for joining in, uh, and we'll chat again soon. Cheers.
0: Thanks, Lawrence. Keep on.